Corner Softball Podcast. It is playoff time in the world of high school and college softball. I'm Kyle Parmley, joined by Karen Johns. Uh, Karen, the high school state tournament this week, uh, the Division One college regionals get started. Uh, tons of fun coming up. Yes, nothing but softball, no other life. And it is just right where we want to be. And so we're happy. Let's get it rolling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, last week, I went back and forth from Florence to Albertville seemingly all week catching uh, all the high school regional action I could stand. Um, so, yes, you're absolutely right. Let's start with talking the uh, NCAA tournament, uh, the Division One tournament. The bracket was revealed on Sunday night, uh, 16 regional sites with four teams each. The winner of those will move on to super regionals. Um, let's hit our, our local teams. Alabama surprised some by getting the fifth seed overall. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are just like, how did Alabama get the number five seed? Um, we saw Montana Fouts go down with an injury uh, in the SEC tournament. We're not sure what her status is. Um, but Karen, what do you think of the Tuscaloosa Regional? Well, I think going back to that, the, the committee did say last night, one, that they did not consider injuries, which was a little surprising, but they did say that, that they did not look into that at all. And that, um, they really put a lot of heavy weight onto top 25 wins mm -hmm. and Alabama has nine of them, nine. So that's why they were able to jump. It was surprising to all of us because we, in the past, they have not done that. It was clearly the RPI really pulled the committee. This committee chose to go in a different direction. Thus, I was a little surprised that Auburn six top 25 wins, a little surprised that they didn't, get a little more higher seed, possibly even a host. They're going to travel to Clemson, who only had four. Yeah. They had a win over Georgia, two over Northwestern. So, you know, it it was a little bit, of, you know, tough for Auburn. They played 16 top 25 teams this year. They won six. They were six and 10. Um, and two of those were to OU. So we can maybe just pretend sure. that that didn't even happen, right? Yeah. So they were really six and eight. So I was a little disappointed for them. But I also feel like this is a good matchup for them. Um, they do play some tough teams, Cal State Fullerton, top 25 wins in that regional. They've beaten Tennessee, they've beaten Oregon, they've beaten Florida, they've beaten Ole Miss, Liberty. So they have good quality wins. So the big thing for Auburn is pitching's got to get better. They really struggle through the SEC tournament, look like the rhythm and their timing wasn't on. Uh, their offense looked good. Their defense uh, not so good against Ole Miss, really, really good against uh, South Carolina in the loss. And they won the team, the uh, the game that they played the worst defense in. But I think they have a really good shot at this. The Tuscaloosa Regional, ooh, this is a bear. Take Montana Fouts out of the equation. It's going to be a battle. Central Arkansas, really tough team out of the A-Sun. They're 3-3 three and three against the top 25. They've beaten Utah, who's the hottest team in the tournament right now. They have two wins over Arkansas. They have really good pitching. Um, they play. They have the best defense in the tournament. And I see them making a strong run at this regional if Montana Fouts isn't in the circle. I'm praying that she can pitch because this regional and super regional matchup with her strengths going against the Northwestern winner, I think really matches up well for Alabama. So hopefully she's able to go. Yeah, you mentioned that Central Arkansas team, a really good team out of the A-Sun. North Alabama put them in the loser's bracket of the conference tournament and then Central Arkansas came back and beat UNA twice. Um, man, UNA was really close to getting a bid into the NCAA tournament. 
Um, but yeah, you mentioned that Tuscaloosa Regional, Alabama will take on LIU first, Middle Tennessee and Central Arkansas are also there. Um, and you mentioned Auburn. A lot of people thought that Auburn might get a regional, but they will go to 16 seed Clemson and Auburn will be joined by Cal State Fullerton and UNC Greensboro there. The unfortunate part for whoever wins that regional is they probably get a trip to Norman, Oklahoma for the Super Regionals, and good luck with that. Yeah, it's going on like, let's make a deal, and do you want the car or what's in the box? And you get what's in the box, and there's a little bunny rabbit sitting there yeah. eating carrot or uh, something, right? It's like, oh, brother, but hey, you're in it. You never know. Hey, you're right. You never know. There were plenty of upsets to be had in the NCAA tournament last year, so yeah. – um, yeah, and, and, you know, talking about Auburn, uh, Maddie Pinta wins the SEC Pitcher of the Year. Um, if you can believe it, Auburn's first ever conference Pitcher of the Year uh, just goes to show what a great, great year and career that, that Pinta's had to this point. Hey, and that was the hardest award to win in the country. She was going against Ashley Rogers from Tennessee, Montana Fouts, Shanice Dels, you name it. She was, she was in some great company for the opposing coaches to have that much respect for her tells you that she's had a great season. Yeah, absolutely. So the NCAA tournament regionals get started this weekend. Uh, most of them will be played Friday through Sunday. Um, Karen, I know you'll be at one of those, right? I will be having the pleasure of going to Palo Alto to the Stanford regional where our SEC Florida Gators will be. And they'll also have uh, Loyola Marymount and they of California. And they will also have Long Beach State there. Long Beach State has a really good checker. So this is going to be a fun, interesting regional because, Kyle, Stanford has one of the lowest home run rates in that park in the country. And you know our Gators love to hit the long ball. So oh. it's going to be an interesting matchup. Hmm. Yeah, well, so plenty of that to look forward to this weekend. Um, I want to take a moment before we go to our next thing. Uh, thank our folks at Scout Town Sports. Um, got a chance to see Mark Purvis at the uh, high school regional tournament last week. Uh, always good to catch up with him. He and Matt Jones do, do a great job. Hopefully I'll see some of you guys at the first Scout Town Sports event of the summer, May 26th through 28th in Montgomery. That's the USA Scout Town Showcase, the Scout Town National Showcase. Um, they've also got the USA Scout Town Showcase in Birmingham, June 30th through July 2nd. And then there's the USA Scout Town Capital City Showcase back in Montgomery, July 28th through the 30th. Scout Town events have got pre-showcase exposure camps. Those are run by college coaches who are also there recruiting the events. Their tournaments are also unique. They play six-inning, no-time-limit games. Those are always awesome. To find out how you can be a part of these events, Scout Town Sports on Facebook. You can also check them out online at scouttownsportengine.com. So um, give those guys a look. Um, hope to see you at one of those tournaments. All right, Karen. High school state tournaments get started Tuesday in Oxford at Chakalaka Park. It's the third year that uh, the state tournament has been there. Beautiful facility, beautiful park. All the championship games are contested at the signature field. Um, just a beautiful stadium, uh, great championship experience. So looking forward to being out there for all that. I want to start with Class 7A, and let's work our way down. Um, the 7A state tournament is going to be a tough one. Um, it, You've got Hewitt Trustful, Daphne, Central Phoenix City, Huntsville, Sparkman, Enterprise, Fairhope, and Thompson all in the state tournament. Um, Hewitt Trustful and Thompson made it out of that regional that we had talked about being so difficult, um, leaving Spain Park and Tuscaloosa County at home. 
Um, but you've also got competitive central, you know, been the number one team the last few weeks of the regular season. Fairhope's always tough. Thompson's your defending state champ. Hewitt's won a couple state championships the last few years. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, I just look at these matchups and I think the Fairhope-Thompson game right out of the box. That is just going to be an absolute thriller. Um, At 9 a.m. in the morning, uh, they'll be taking on the Pirates, the Warriors. So I'm looking forward to to the result of that one. And then you know, when I really like search and look down deep into this, I, I think it's going to come down to Hewitt and Central again. Um, you know, neutral field this time. I don't know. That is going to be an absolute dogfight. So, gosh, it's going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, the 7A tournament will be on Friday and Saturday over there in Oxford. So we've got a few days before we have to see those. Um, you know, we've talked plenty this year about Central. We've talked about Hewitt Trustful. Um, Fairhope's a team that um, we don't see a lot up here in the Birmingham area, but um, Riley Harrison has had a phenomenal year in the circle. Um, they've got a handful. They've got several really talented players. Um, you look at Spartan, who dominated two games, uh, or they dominated their second game. They had to come back and beat Bob Jones in a wild first game in the north. Um, and you even look at a team like Daphne, who hadn't been here in a, in a couple years, but Victoria Moten, transfers in before this season and she has really led them in the circle. Um, so you just never know a pitcher gets hot, a bat gets hot and, and things can turn on a dime. Yeah. You know, when your pitching is strong, you know, I was just at the SEC tournament, South Carolina pitchers just dominated through that and got them to the finals. They were the 10 seed. So you don't know, like if your pitcher gets hot, you got a chance to win anything in the world. Yeah, no, you absolutely do. So um, seven, eight, Friday, Saturday, uh, over in Oxford, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that shakes out because it, it it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I don't think there's there's not a not a whole lot of uh, game. There's not going to be many games on that bracket where you just feel good about who's going to win it. All right, before we move on to the rest of the high school ones, uh, let's tell you about First Choice Properties. Our friends over there have uh, been so good to us this year. Um, if you've got a rental property that you need someone to manage, you can work with someone local. Uh, First Choice Properties has a premier property management team experienced in all the details of day-to-day management. Whether you have a house in Jefferson, Shelby, St. Clair, or Tuscaloosa counties, you can rest easy knowing you're working with professionals who are passionate about maximizing your investment. Check out Alabama's most trusted single-family property manager at firstchoiceproperties.com, or you can give them a call at 205-433-9811. First Choice, integrity, responsiveness, and trustworthiness. Um, really thankful for our friends there. All right, Karen, the 6A state tournament. It'll be Thursday and Friday. Um, this is going to be one of, I'd say, one of the the most one or two competitive tournaments that we'll have over there in terms of just, I have no idea. Um, let's take a look at Oxford, Watunka, Helena, Hazel Green, Athens, Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, Spanish Fort, and Pell City. If you told me any of those, maybe about six of those teams won it, I'd believe you without batting an eye. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kyle, and I'm going to jump on my soapbox real quick and say, gosh, I wish they could go to the baseball format. Because you imagine the number of people in the city of Oxford that would show up for this game if it Everybody wasn't at 9 o'clock in the morning. So yeah. I just, yeah, I look at that and I see they have to be so jacked up to be playing for a state championship in their own hometown. Um, and then you just look at it across the board. I don't know. I, I sat there and I said, oh, I don't know, Helena. Do I say Spanish Fort? I don't know who's going to win this 6A. It's so yeah. balanced. It's incredible. 
It really is. I mean, you mentioned Oxford getting back to the state tournament for the first time in, in quite a while. Um, and they were qualifier one out of that East Regional beating Pell City, a team that had beat them in the area tournament and beat them pretty soundly. So um, Oxford takes care of business there. Watumpa has been number one most of the year in 6A. They had to fight out of the loser's bracket to get uh, to the state tournament. Helena's your defending runner-up. They lost a ton of seniors last year, but they're back. Hazel Green's always solid. Athens is your defending state champ, and they look strong, especially, man, they look good in that regional tournament. Um, Hillcrest, a really solid team. Spanish Fort, it's good to see them back at the state tournament. And Pell City has made really good tournament runs the last couple years. Um, so yeah. your guess is as good as mine. I think I'm going to go Athens, uh, but I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable, no. but I'm going to go Athens. Yeah. I think I would too, but like I said, don't hold me to it, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, if you look at Class 5A, that'll be Wednesday and Thursday. Um, Scottsboro, Brubaker Tech, Elmore County, Jasper, Ardmore, Marbury, St. Paul's, and Moody are all there. Um, you look at a few of these teams, Scottsboro has been really good all year. Brutech has been a tremendous story the last few years with, with Chris Steiner coaching them now. Jasper's got Missy Odom in the circle who has been Ooh. nothing shy of dominant. Marbury battled out of the loser's bracket to get to state. St. Paul's kind of a surprising qualifier one out of their regional. And Moody, another team. Bought out of the loser's bracket, and they're here. So a lot of really quality teams here as well. Yeah, my heart's with Moody. They're they're my fave in this group. Um, but, boy, I look at some numbers. Scots Scottsboro just crushing the ball offensively, mm -hmm. really hitting the ball well. And, again, this one is so close. It's so tight. But the pitching, I think, is going to win out in this one. And that's where I think we're going to see the the cream is going to rise to the top when it comes to pitching. And so, gosh, I just don't know. I would say Jasper has the edge there. Um, but, again, another close, tight race. I know. Like, when you mentioned pitching in this one, like Anna Stewart-Dawson at Scottsboro has been so good. Tania Brown at Brutech has been, yep. I mean, elite the last two years. We mentioned Odom at Jasper. You, Madeline Howard at St. Paul's pitched her team to the state tournament. And then Bella Turley out of Moody, she's in, still in middle school, has fought through some injury this year. And she has she helped carry that team uh, out of the loser's bracket in regionals as well. So that's going to be it's going to be good stuff. All right, moving on to class 4A. This will also be Friday, Saturday, along with the 7A teams. You'll have White Plains. You'll have Orange Beach, Prattville Christian, Curry, Brooks, Northside, Houston Academy, and Cherokee County. Um, there's a couple of defending state champs in the same bracket here in 4A. So uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have some really good battles here. Well, there's some good teams. You know, Orange Beach. I'm like, oh, you know, they had to fight to get here, but I'm looking at it and I'm gonna say it's gonna be a Brooks. Curry battle in my mind. And I think Brooks is going to win out. I think the lions have what it takes this year. And I think they're going to get that state championship. We saw Brooks and Curry play in the regional the qualifier one game in that regional. And they went toe to toe uh, Brooks, Abby Herndon through nine innings, all nine innings of this game, three hits allowed only Brooks wins at two to nothing. Curry ends up winning the next game fairly handily to get there as well. 
but you've got Orange Beach, the defending 2A state champ, Houston Academy, the defending 3A state champ, and Curry, the defending 4A state champ, all in the same bracket. Houston Academy, you mentioned Orange Beach happened to come out of the loser's bracket because Houston Academy's Brea Hodges, an Alabama commit, um, she's been she's been coming back from an injury. She's finally back. She's throwing really, really well. To shut out Orange Beach's lineup in the regional final, that is – I mean, you cannot – that's that's unheard of. So watch out for these teams. Yeah, if she's healthy, they're dangerous, and you're you're telling me she is. So that means they're going to make some noise. Yeah. Um, and that's what a matchup that would be against those big boppers from Brooks. They can slam it. So it's yeah. going to be fun to watch that one. Sure will be. Uh, before we get to the final few, uh, the Heart of Dixie College Exposure Tournament, July eighth and ninth in Fultondale and Hoover. Uh, get your team signed up for that one now. They offer a free camp on Friday to any player participating in the tournament. That's usasoftballofalabama.com for more information. Uh, the Heart of Dixie College Exposure Tournament, um, that's always a good one, that uh, first full week of July. Um, Karen, the 3A state tournament. Um, unfortunately for the other teams, it's kind of looking like the Plainview and everybody else show. Yeah. Um, but Plainview's there, Ashford, Beulah, Mars Hill, Danville, St. James, Op, and Piedmont are all there. Plainview has just had an unbelievable season. I mean, they've only lost one game. They've just been outstanding. I will tell you, though, Beulah's really good. Mars Hill's really good. Danville's back at the state tournament with Christy Ferguson, who um, was at Hartsell for years. And Piedmont is a team that, you know, they you don't hear a lot about them, but they're they're really strong, too. So, I'm um, looking forward to seeing what we what we might have here. Yeah, I think Plainview's just too strong, and they're really playing their best softball right now this time of year. So I don't see anybody beating them. Um, so good luck with that one. Uh, but they're definitely my heavy favorite. Yeah, when you look at their battery of Lily Boswell in the circle, Mia Tidmore behind the plate, they're both going to Wallace State. I mean, they're both – Lily's been lights out. That whole lineup up and down. And they've got, they're young too, a lot of them. Um, so yeah, this is that team's really good. Class two A. Let's see, we've got Pleasant Valley, we've got Wicksburg, Thorsby, Summerton Christian, Hatton, Lamar County, JU Blackshire, and Eider all there. Two A seems kind of there for the taking. I mean, we know about Wicksburg, we know about Hatton, but it doesn't seem to be a runaway favorite by any means. Nope, it's a tight race here. I still think I don't know. I think Hatton just they're pretty tough. They're pretty strong. Oh. They're pretty deep. Um, so I think I would give them the nod for the two A state championship, but it would not surprise me to see some of these others pop out. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll wrap up with one A. Uh, Skyline kind of headlines the one A tournament. They've been the team in one A all year. They'll be joined by Brantley, Maplesville, Athens Bible, Waterloo, Verbena, Leroy, and Spring Garden. And I'll tell you though, this first round matchup between Skyline and Brantley. I mean, I, I think Skyline, Brantley, and Leroy are the three best teams in this bracket, and two of them are facing off in game one, so that could make things interesting really quick. Well, that's what I was thinking too, Kyle. I was like, dang, that's tough when you have that matchup so early because yep. one of them is going to the loser's bracket the first day. Right. So that's going to be really tough. The city of Scottsboro needs to show out. You've got two teams sitting over there in Oxford cheer on the the two teams involved and really get it going but i i see i don't know i just see skyline pretty strong mm -hmm. i don't know how to pick that first game and i think whoever comes out of that first game in the winner's bracket i think is going to go ahead and win the whole thing 
Yeah, I mean, Skyline, when you look at – I mean, the way that they looked at the East Regional, it was no contest. Um, Olivia Treese looks great in the circle, and you've got a handful of, of hitters in that lineup. I mean, just at the top of the order, Aldra Bellamy and, and Jayla Ross have, have really done a lot of great work this year. Um, but the reason Brantley is the qualifier two out of that regional is because Leroy was able to knock them off. Um, we've talked about Leroy a few times this season, and um, it's really cool to see their success. They knocked off Brantley – to get the qualifier one spot. So they've got a lot of momentum heading in and they're on the bottom half of the bracket. So they're kind of poised to make a run if, if they show up and play well. Yeah, it's a nice race for them to stay in that winner's bracket, that, you know, and that's just so important. And I know teams have come back, but that's so hard to do, especially now today I'm sitting outside and it's just hot. It's hot out. So to get in that loser's bracket, we don't want to do that. We want to stay. So uh, all I want to know is, what do they have in the water in Scottsboro? Because there's two softball teams that can do it offensively, defensively, and pitching. Yeah. No, it, it, it would not surprise me if if one or both of those made made really cool runs uh, with Skyline and Scottsboro on 1A and 5A. So that's all the high school state tournament getting set to go this week in Oxford, Tuesday through Saturday. Um, it's the plan. We're going to cross our fingers that those afternoon summer showers – don't impact us too much. So we'll see how it goes. I can't wait to be out there for it. Uh, if you see me running around, um, just wave because I'm probably running from one field to the next, trying to keep up with everything that's going on. Um, but before we uh, leave you today, we want to hit on some of the uh, college goings on uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've got two teams, two in-state teams left. The University of Mobile is starting its postseason run in NAIA action uh, this week. They were the runner-up in NAI last year and then want to make a similar run this year. So we'll see what they could do there. And then Wallace State has already qualified for the national tournament. The JUCO Division I championship will be next week here in Oxford as well. Um, so looking forward to being out at that. But, yeah, we've, we've still got two other in-state teams uh, ready to give it a run in postseason play. Yeah, not a surprise by Wallace State. And, you know, it's, it, it really is – a nice season for Mobile, not knowing, you know, graduating some folks and coming back and you have new pieces, new parts, but what a great run for them. But Wallace State, no surprise, but not surprise me. We're sitting here talking about them hoisting that national championship trophy. I know it'll be really interesting to see if they can make a similar run this year. Uh, they they made a little bit of a run last year in the tournament. Uh, we're so close uh, there at the end to, to getting to one of those semifinal games. Um, so they'll have another chance here in, uh, you know, right down the road this year, too. Uh, let's give a shout-out to the Gulf South teams. You know, we had four of them make the Division II tournament. Um, West Alabama, Mississippi College, UAH, and AUM were all in – they were in two different regionals, all of them in Florida, um, and, and a couple of them made a run. AUM got to the, got to the final game, and UAH did as well. But um, all four of those seasons will come to an end there at the regionals, but just a great season for all four of those teams. Yeah, just a proud, proud conference this year. Gulf South Conference, you know, was dominant for so long and then kind of fell off a little bit. But now that resurgence and I don't know, I see uh, some good runs coming up in the next few years for that group. Yeah, I do too. A few other teams uh, worthy of giving a shout out to. Samford, UNA, and Birmingham Southern all reached the finals of their conference tournament. Oh, so close to getting into the big dance for them. Um, UAB, Troy, and South Alabama all put together great seasons. Um, so looking forward to big things for them. Uh, one last note uh, for UAB. I mean, how cool, like in the first year, A.J. Doherty, Conference USA Coach of the Year, 
Sierra Frazier Conference Player of the Year. I mean, those those speak for itself. I and mean, when we talked about how UAB just, um, you know, not a whole lot of expected of them this year. And then they were they were they had a shot to win the regular season conference title up on the last day of the season. So great job by them. Very nice job. And they were playing their best softball the last three weeks. And that was what you wanted to see. They made so much improvement, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Really impressed with that. So he's going to do great things. We know once he gets a few more boppers in that lineup, they're going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's all we've got for today. Uh, like we said, Karen will be out at the, the regionals. If uh, any of you are planning to make a drive to Palo Alto this week, you say hey to her. Uh, yeah. um, I'll be in Oxford, which is a much shorter drive for most of you. Um, hoping to see a lot of you out at the high school state tournament. It's going to be a blast. Um, we will catch up to you after all of this madness goes on this week. Hoping to see a lot of great softball. Um, Karen, have fun in, uh, at Stanford. That's going to be a fun regional. I will, and I will have you up on my laptop following your tweets to see how the action is back here in Alabama. Yep, we'll be uh, we'll be giving out some state championship trophies here throughout the week. So until next time, uh, we really appreciate you joining us. Thanks to all of our partners. Um, be sure to like, subscribe to this channel, share it wherever you have it. Um, so that's it for this one, and we'll see you next time.